Welcome to the Get Offset Podcast. My name is Andrew. And my name is Emily. And, uh, well, I, I'm happy to say m- my love of orange and all things orange no longer has to be tainted. It no longer has an asterisk. 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 Ast- or an ass. That works, too. Asterisk. That was a strong start as far as my speaking abilities. It's been an exhausting election week and I am, um, yeah, no, like I literally like, how did I have this together? I think this was pieced together like this. And this is what I had Tuesday night last week. I don't know if you can read that, but like I put like. Are you, was it like some sort of election counting? It was the remaining states that hadn't been called yet, and I was putting together a matrix for the number of ways that Joe Biden had to win and trying not to think about the number of ways that uh, Trump had to win because at that point, a lot of those states are red still because they hadn't started counting mail-in ballots. And uh, man, I just – exhausting week for me just trying to keep up with everything. It's like I couldn't peel my eyes away, but at the same time, like – can I just like turn on like something on my phone? It's just going to notify me when it's called and I'll just try to ignore that it's happening. It's like, um, so Tuesday I just, I was like, I'm not even going to follow the results. I knew my husband Rick was going to, and I knew it was going to be stressful. Like watching that man watch a football game that he's not even that invested in is stressful enough. Cause he like stands up and it's like, so like for something he really cares about, like I can't, like, I'm like, I can't, that's just too much energy. So I was just down here in my office, um, playing Stardew Valley on my, my iPhone. And you know what? It was a great decision for my, um, mental health. And, uh, but so then, um, my family came into town and, um, we were about to try to drive over to my brother's house and uh, our car wouldn't start. So the next morning we called a tow. Our neighbor loaned us a car in the meantime, but the next morning we called a tow. And um, like Rick woke me up to call AAA to get my tow in. And uh, I'm just kind of laying in bed, just kind of halfway between sleep and awake. And I hear Rick say, all I hear him say is called, called, called. And he was saying they called it. But I thought he was talking about like the tow company had called us. I'm like, great. Right. Please go deal with that. Right. He's like, and then I finally realized he was saying they called it. I was like, oh, wow. Man. And now I'm wearing my Hunky Joe shirt, drinking Prosecco. But if we had recorded yesterday, Andrew, I think that um, we would have been recording right after they called it. Yep. Yeah. And I don't think it would have been a very coherent episode at that point. Yeah. I think we got our phone started blowing up when it got called like right after nine o'clock hour time. Yeah. And uh, yeah. That would have so made we would have, So we would have literally been like had just started recording probably. Right. You would have seen it. And me. then we would have had to stop. <laughs> we would have stopped. I, I don't know. I got up like out of bed relatively quickly i mean I, I sat there and like checked the notifications going like oh my god is this real is this real it's happening i can't believe it's happening i really didn't think this was gonna happen yeah and uh so i got up and made a tasty breakfast cracked some champagne uh 
we did mimosas, but I did something a little bit different as I put the champagne in um, naked mango juice instead oh, of yeah, orange nice. juice. And, uh, yeah, that'd be good. That was pretty tasty, but I, like I only had like a small glass. And I'm like, and I'm like, cool. Like I'm gonna have my small glass. I'll have more after I eat my breakfast. I sat down to eat my breakfast, and I looked at the bottle. I'm like, oh, who finished it? Emily. <laughs> Probably. I don't know. <laughs> one one bottle of prosecco for three adults. I should. Put, I mean, it was prosecco. It wasn't champagne. It's just what we had. Well, no, that's what we're, that's what we have too. But I went to the grocery store because I told you Rick had bought just in case, like the tiny, one of those tiny little bottles of Prosecco. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, now I'm going to the grocery store because I want to, I wanted to get enough to share with our neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> and, but I was going to the grocery store. I had to go anyway because I needed to bake, I needed to bake an apple pie for a family gathering. And, uh, the woman right behind me, Headline at the self checkout. She has had an enormous box of top pot donuts from the QFC. And for those who aren't either in Texas or Washington, top pot's a donut shop that's really popular and delicious. And they have that uh, in so Texas? There is like a location in Texas, yeah, I think Dallas. Oh wow. I didn't I didn't or even know I'm, that. Actually, you know what? I might be thinking about how Voodoo Donuts has a location in that sounds more um, likely. They have a location in Austin. No, I'm I'm like 85. Top Pot does exist in Texas. There is one in Dallas and one in Austin. At least. Texans love our donuts in the Pacific Northwest. But uh, she's had a big box of Top Pot and a bottle of champagne. <laughs> and she looked at me and she saw like, me buying ingredients for an apple pie and we made eye contact and we're like, yep. You just know. Yep. Everyone was laughing and like, it felt, I haven't felt the, that kind level of like levity in Seattle since COVID hit. Yep. So that felt really nice. Fireworks. There were people, some of our neighbors were just in their front yard dancing with, bottles of beer at you know nine in the morning <laughs> right i was like i respect the energy i dig the energy although i'm not gonna lie i'm a little freaked out watching I've, like the crowds of people suddenly congregate i'm like this is why we needed mail-in voting in the first place guys it's different when it's outside and you're wearing a mask it's a lot a it's little like, bit well when you look at like the blm protests there were very few cases traced back to those protests because they were mostly outside and people were mostly wearing masks. So kind of like it, like how studies have shown that airplanes, if everyone wears a mask and concerts and everyone wears a mask and like there's air circulation, the risk of transmission is exceedingly low. Not zero. Want, can you just put me in a bubble? The NBA bubble? Uh, No, just like a literal like plastic bubble with an air purifier strapped like to the, the end. movie featuring and starring jake gyllenhaal yeah i think there was one i think the first one was um maybe john travolta am i remembering that right the first bubble boy movie i do not remember <laughs> i don't think i've seen either of them because it yeah. sounds like a terrible plot but well the plot is a boy with um an auto an extreme autoimmune disorder has to live in a bubble 
like a literal bubble. Yeah, I know. And that yet sounds... he falls, and yet he falls in love. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm not saying it was a good movie. I'm just explaining the. It plot. just sounds like unnecessarily tragic. Like, why do you got to do that to me? I mean, it it might have just been like a a prediction of the future. Well, hopefully, this prediction of the future is true. Uh, in that, I would really, oh, I am really looking forward to hopefully politics no longer being about just being angry and who can be the loudest and just kind of that destructive nastiness that's been brought down culturally in the way that we talk about politics. And like, I just want to talk policies for I talk politics. I don't want it to be about decency. I want it to be about policies. Yeah. I don't want it to be about calling people losers and suckers. I just want, I like, I, I grew up with Bush and I really disliked Bush but at the same time, I'm like, I think George W. Bush would have implored people to wear masks and be like good to their fellow sure. humans because yeah. I really do think he he is and was like a Christian, and I think that he was misguided. I don't agree with him on most things, but I think that he wasn't a hateful son of a bitch. Yeah, I'm not gonna believe that. I I just I really want to go back to that because. I don't. Well, not Bush specifically. I'm just saying <laughs> to to the to the point in the world where we can look at people across the aisle and say, "I disagree with you," but that doesn't mean that you're a terrible human. Yeah, I think my favorite meme from um, like the election results was about Arizona, and it was Trump trash talks John McCain for the past six years yep. in Arizona, and then it's the Michael Jordan meme from the Last Dance where he says. And I took that personally. And I took that personally. <laughs> I think that John McCain, uh, though he did terrible things for the LGBTQ community, uh, I think he meant well and at least had a level of human decency that I just want to see return to politics. Like doing things the right way. Sure. I don't, I don't know if we're losing listeners because at this point, like, I feel like if you've listened to this podcast and you listen to my feminist rants for like the past two years, then you wouldn't be surprised by this. But maybe we should talk about guitars because I got some new stuff. I'm kind of, I'm kind of excited well, okay, about. Okay. One more thing. One more thing. I, I want to warn everybody because if we're going back to just talking about policies, I think it's going to start to completely change our friendship dynamic because I think you and I disagree on a lot of policies and we've just been united under the, yeah, probably. I mean, I tend to lean more fiscally conservative and like I, I've been saying since the beginning of the show that I'm a recovering conservative (laughs) (laughs) and I, I don't think I've like, that's really come out because I've just been so like turned off by the nastiness out of the white house since we start like, that happened before we even started the podcast. That's true. Um, and we've just been very united under that front. And I'm like, wait, we're going to have to start disagreeing on stuff now. But this is also a guitar podcast. I know. I know. I think you're pretty socially liberal and I really care more about like as, as a friend, as friends, like yeah. if you're super socially conservative and I don't mean like in some ways, I mean like racist is right. sexist. There's then a difference. Yeah, there is. There is. You can be, I think, socially conservative and not a trash heap of a 
hateful yes. rhetoric machine. Like, I think there is, because I think that you can be like, that's not for me, but you do you. Sure. And I feel like that's fine. Like, don't get in anybody's way. Like, if you don't, if you, if you don't believe in gay marriage, then I mean, don't try to keep yeah. other people from getting married. Exactly. It's like that. That's what I mean. Like, yeah, in my heart, I don't feel like that's right. But at the same time, like, you live your life. And I would rather everybody accept each other, obviously. Right. But I mean, if you're going to, like, hold personal beliefs, then keep them personal. That's why I'm not, I'm not super coherent. I'm just very excited. But I guys want to talk about yes, guitars. Guitars. Tell me about your guitars. I don't have any new guitars, but my mom is coming over today and she's going to play some of my guitars because, uh, she, she, uh, so I got my first guitar from her and my first guitar lessons from her, but she's never had an electric guitar until this year. Um, so she wants, to, she's, I think, hooked and, uh, she wants to try out like some of my guitars. But, um, I have some cool things. I have this, uh, Cab Zeus Mono. Oh, what? Yeah. When did so you get that? When? Yeah. I don't remember. A couple, it was, it was in the past week, but like I've just been so behind. I just, I've been kind of, I've been turning things down, honestly. Nice. Um, That's a, I've heard nothing but good things about the Cab Zeus. I'm really excited. I think it's going to change how I do my bass demos. Um, I got this, the OC. OC5? Heck yeah. Yeah. So I know that you're excited about this. Because I think that you know it's probably going to come your way at some point. Yes, please. The Boss Pocket GT. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then um, they're they're not within arm's reach, but I got two pedals from Swamp Witch that I'm going to demo. The fuzzy tremolo that they make and uh, the Eat the Rich pedal. And I know that he donates a portion of the proceeds for the Eat the Rich pedal to um, some really positive charities. I just am blanking on which ones. But I think they're like hunger, like solving hunger issues in America. I might be making that up. So I waived my demo fee for for that one. Because I'm like, if you're donating a portion of the proceeds of this pedal to like feed hungry people, then I'm not going to charge you to demo it. So keep that in mind if you want me to demo right, a pedal. Right, that seems fair. Yeah, I thought <laughs> Donate. So. Yeah, so um, that's that's kind of it on my my new things. I think and I'm fine with it. I'm about to get a standing desk, which I'm excited about, but I won't yap about too much. How about you? What's new with you? Uh, I don't have a whole lot that's new with me. Um, BS. I see a box behind you. If you're listening to the podcast, oh, what, I see that? a pod. I see a pod go box behind Andrew. That's that's just no big deal. It's just the uh it's <laughs> just, just your the uh, He's grabbing it, listeners. He has to unplug it, which means he was playing it. I've been playing the sucker all week. It's fine. And right? uh this is the line six pod go. And I'm loving the uh Loving the uh, all the signage that calls back to the red bean, so you can see on the oh, back, yeah. the back, like the sticker. Yep, yeah. the sticker for the serial number when you boot it up. 
uh, the screen boots red with the outline of the the red bean. Um, yeah. You don't judge so. me on the presets I made just for the just to show people how to make a preset. <laughs> oh no, I I think I already cleared those. Yeah. Um, is, does it is it exceeded your expectations because it honestly exceeded mine? It it's completely exceeded my expectations. I I really wasn't I wasn't expecting it to do as much as it's doing in every single preset. I was expecting to have a lot more limited options of the DSP and it's still doing a lot more. I know that the Helix can do quite a bit, uh, but overall this has totally, totally exceeded my expectations. I think the only chunk of this that I haven't liked so far is there's a couple of the distortion models that I'm not yeah. um, a huge fan of. Like the yeah. rat, the rat model isn't, Honestly, I, I really didn't like it, but the the um, the Klon model is phenomenal. It's like what the heck? Um, it does the exactly boost or whatever they call it. I think it's the Minotaur. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it it just does exactly what it, what Klon clones uh, should be doing, and. Uh, I was really, really impressed by that spe that specific overdrive model. There's a couple of pitch effects that I'm like, it's, it's glitching out a little bit. I didn't like the pitch effects, but I don't I like, like some pitch of effects them. in general. Well, I didn't even get to really mess with a lot of them because I didn't want to plug an expression pedal in. And I didn't also, I also didn't want to go through like figuring out if there was a way to change the volume pedal to make it an expression pedal instead. But um, I didn't like, I didn't like some of the pitch effects. Um, I mean, with anything like that, some like you're going to be hit and miss on the distortions and the overdrives. Sure. And I think the amp sounds were largely fine. Like yeah, the no. amp sounds I didn't like were just like sounds I don't like, like Vox kind of esque sounds. So I, uh, one of the amp sounds that I've been leaning on this week is the uh, their Fender Deluxe Reverb. Yeah. Because I've got one sitting right there, and I've also got the model in the Iridium. So I've been playing with that uh, with digital variants on that sound for a while anyways i'm like okay so i know what that's supposed to sound like in my head so i'm gonna pull it up i'm gonna listen to it and go and, and think comparatively and it's pretty spot on good um, at least for a clean tone if i crank it up uh, crank up the drive a little bit it breaks up a bit differently but no one gets a deluxe reverb for the for the dirt sounds right now i think i think the iridium probably like i i feel like Playing dirt through that, it felt like a more natural sort of pushing of sure. the tubes, the fake tubes, um, right. than the other things I've played. But but this I, cost the same as an Iridium. <laughs> Doesn't yeah, this? Is, it has a lot more. What four fifty? Not even. I think it might be four hundred. It it's either four or five hundred dollars. Now I think about it. Um, but I was the thing that most surprised me in a negative way about it was. I thought there were going to be a lot more reverb modes, and they really weren't. It seemed kind of limited on the um, reverb offerings. You know, I disagree. I I like the reverb offerings that they had. I think. I mean, covered... I like I like the ones they have, but I like I was expecting like there was a lot more delay. Like I I haven't released it yet, but I, I filmed it. So like in my allotted time, I did reverb pitch and filter, and I was not expecting to do all of those in one video until I saw how few reverb modes there were comparatively. I was like, well, I might as well just finish this. So I was going through the reverb modes, and at first glance, I'm like, this doesn't seem like a lot. I mean, it's, at first glance, it covers the bases. Once I started digging into them and realizing how many parameters you 
There's like That's three, fl- so many of the reverbs have like three flip pages. Um, so there's like, like 10 to 15 parameters you can tweak. And I'm like, I like pulled up a reverb. I'm like, okay, this is what it sounds like in the stock. Like this is your particle verb. I'm like, okay, that's pretty. The particle verb is actually my favorite um, yeah. of the bunch. I've just been loving how luscious it is, but luscious. I, luscious I started, Jackson. I started digging into it and I can get, get super wacky and do all kinds of cool stuff. Um, so I'm like, I can get to do like some pseudo shimmer stuff and like, I, really thrown by how flexible it is so even if there's only a handful of reverb models what i'm able to get them to do it covers anything i should reasonably need for a sunday morning uh or a gig or uh, honestly if i if anyone spends enough time to just sort out what their sound is the only software i really see on this is if you've got um like weird signal writing that you want to be able to do. But if you're just cool yeah. with sticking to mono or stereo for your rig, uh, really the only thing I can, I can see where I would want to like throw a pedal in the effects loop is like for pitch stuff. Yeah. So if you've got something like a rainbow machine or um, a pog or, or something pitch related that you, you really want to, can't be replicated in this at this yeah. point. They also so didn't that- have any great, they also didn't really have anything granular. So if you want like some sort of granular thing, but. Hey, I'm just saying. They had a Big Crusher. The Big Crusher's great. But that's not like, that's not like, um, that's not like the, uh, Grazer. No. I, I don't expect them to have that, though. No, of course not. This covers every basic effect grazer, and then some. That's the, the thing. Tough nugs. Um, yeah, I'm trying. Oh, and the synth sounds were good, I thought. Yeah. Yeah. No, I forgot about that. I, I was like, I, impressed. I, I was real impressed. I think the thing that's really struck me the most is is the depth because I expected to plug it in. I expect to have like five overdrives and a couple of delays and a reverb or two amp and cab and like a pitch effect. It's what I imagined in my head when I saw pod go, but $450 um, and just, I know I shouldn't have thought that because I've played with the previous members of the, of the um, pod line. Um, it's like the pod HD 500 X has a pretty decent amount of depth and that, um, on just older DSP technology, but it just really blew me out of the water. Um, I it plugged it in. I really thought I'd be able to get through all the settings in a couple hours in an evening. And I just oh, started no. going like, like I got through amps and pitch effects and like two reverbs. And I realized I'd been, I had to be up for work in like five hours. I'm like, whoops. I, I hope that you now see like why it took me so long to get it to you. Oh, totally. Like, I was like, I can't, I can't film all of these in one day. Right. Um, no, I really don't blame you. So I'm, I'm still sifting through it. Um, and I think, uh, once I get through the rest of all of the, the settings and kind of playing around, figuring out what my favorites are going to be, I think I'm just going to work on building. Oh, I haven't even pulled. You know what I need to do next is I need to plug it into a computer and start playing with it in the editor. Cause I've just, yeah, been, that the editor is actually really nice. And I told you the, I, yeah, I yeah, imagine yeah, yeah. that you can re-register it for your email address, but I did use sure. our joint email, our joint email um, address. <laughs> right. Uh, no, I, I haven't felt the need to plug it into the editor yet. I, the, it took me a couple minutes to figure out the button interface yeah. Um on the, the front pu- the the pushing and the the yeah. pressing and turning for like the fine tuning. I 
it took me a couple minutes and now I'm feeling really comfortable with it. And I haven't felt the need to plug it into the editor to this point. It's just literally, I put it up on my workbench right here, right behind me uh, and plugged in with a guitar and just sat there and just played around with, I've probably sunk like eight hours of practice time into this in the last week and a half. Nice. Um, and I still that's a lot. Like that's a lot of time for one week with one pedal platform. It's, it's, I shouldn't like it this much because I've been saying for years that I, I don't want to get into multi-effects and I don't, I don't like having to do menu dives and I still, I still stand by that. I'm not loving the menu dive thing, but as far as menus go, it's really intuitive. And like, if you're going to go menu dive, this, this feels really nice. Um, My light fell. I got one of those loom cubes, like, mm. like six to the back of your monitor. And I don't know if it's that my monitor's back is just a, it's a, like a little bit matte instead of glossy, but it has fallen down every time I put it up. So let me just adjust nope. my lighting. You're all good. I'm actually, my lighting today is brought to you by the sun. <laughs> I'm facing the window out the side of the room and yeah. just opened up the curtains and the sun's coming in through this way. Just filtering in mm. real nice. No, yeah. I just, um, I'd emailed Loom Cube earlier today and be like, it just keeps falling off my computer. Like if I could get like a clamp mount instead, I feel like that would be a better solution for me, but sure. Whatever. I'm about to get a standing desk and I'm really so excited about it. I haven't had a standing desk since I worked in an office. I, I have a standing desk at work, but I can't use it because the way that my monitors are set up. Oh yeah. Cause there's a, there's also a shelf right over my desk. So <clears throat> if I were to move my mom, oh. move the desk up, monitors, monitors just get crushed. So unless I want to like lose half the depth in my desk and bring all my monitors forward. Um, yeah, no, not unless you can get like one of those, um, keyboards that pulls out. Yeah. No, which is also, that. I'm also getting that. And I'm going to get a nice little stool, but I'm excited. I'm excited to health. I would toast to that, but I finished my sparkling. It's all gone. I'm still working on my um my nun tablet for the morning. What's that? Um this has fifty milligrams of caffeine and a whole bunch of electrolytes. Okay. So it's like hangover juice. I've definitely talked about it before as a hangover thing, but I'm one hundred percent not this morning. So this is no, just I believe a- you. <laughs> This is just my, uh, it's nice. I don't know. Sometimes it's nice to mix it up from coffee. It also take, took me 30 seconds to put this together. These were both full of coffee. And they're both almost gone. Man, I don't know. Like, I know I'm not the only person I know who took a very long nap yesterday. Just like releasing the stressors of the past months. Um, but I think it would be a good time to thank our sponsors. What do you think? I, you know, I was thinking instead of thanking our sponsors, we could thank our sponsors. What about that? Uh, you know what? You drive a hard bargain. I, I'm known for that. It's a so reputation thank our sponsors. I have. Our sponsor this of the Get Offset podcast this week is DistroKid. I love DistroKid. I'm going to be honest. Like I used TuneCore for years and moving to DistroKid was easy and a good financial decision for me, I think, because it cost me like 
40 or 50 bucks a year to keep my music on TuneCore. And they might have a couple more like stores. So there might be some more like incremental revenue in, but this show could add stores every day. And I know there's no way I was making an extra 30 bucks a year on those whatever little extras that TuneCore had. I made all my money from Spotify, iTunes, and Tidal. And those are all things that DistroKid has. And DistroKid is getting more things. I keep hearing about it. Um, and like to put your music online in perpetuity with DistroKid, it's like a $50 one-time fee if you, if you don't want to like DistroKid is made to be prolific, but if you really just want to do one record, it's like 50 bucks and then you don't have to worry about it ever again. <laughs> and that's pretty great. But, um, yeah, no, I've been working with DistroKid. Like, every time you schedule a release, there's going to be hiccups, especially if it's your first time scheduling a release like it was ours. And DistroKid, every issue I've had, they've walked me through it. They've proctored between, like, me and Spotify when Spotify wasn't showing the Sunday Crush under our upcoming releases under our Spotify profile um, helping us get that instant gratification for the song Good Boy if you pre-order A Real Sensation. Uh, so they've just been real, really helpful. And it's been just phenomenal, um, to, 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 to experience the difference between, um, what I had been using and DistroKid. Like from someone who's used multiples and from someone who's also had to deal with like CD baby support. Because right now I released an, uh, a song through a compilation that was released through CD Baby. And like, I just played the song like on my guitar in a demo once. And they're trying to issue like some sort of takedown order. And I'm like, screw you guys. This is my song. Also, I wasn't playing a recording. Right. I'm mad about that. Well. I think the moral of the story is CD Baby. I'm not a fan. They're, Other moral of the story. Disper yeah. Kid, I'm a fan. Like CD Baby used to be like the thing. And it was really weird in like 2009, 2010, CD Baby just like went completely radio silent for a number of months. And I was actually really surprised when I realized a few years ago that they still existed because I just had assumed that after all that, they went under. But yeah, it still exists. I don't know. Every time I hear the, every time I hear someone say CD baby, like if you say it just slightly like too fast or slur it a little bit, it sounds like Santa baby. I'm like, it's not after Thanksgiving yet. CD baby. Da, 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 da. I think, I think that they probably um, immensely regret the name now. Back then it was like, People bought CDs and now <laughs> my niece, like she, my niece knows what a vinyl record is and how it works. I've talked to her about it, but I brought over the Sunday crush CD and gave a copy to my brother and showed her and she was trying to put it on the turntable and we're like, no, <laughs> that's really cute that you want to listen to Emmy's music, but Emmy right. didn't record guitar on that record. <laughs> Aw. That's all right. I don't care. <laughs> it was cute. Well, before we start our topic today, um, one more thing is I, I would like to try something new here. It's a guitar pick ASMR.
Sorry, I can't not laugh. Are those gravity picks? No, these are string joy picks. Okay. Yeah, I've got I've got a string joy I've, pick as well. I bought some uh, from Scott. Did he send uh, you some? Mine says mine actually says Scott stringjoy.com on it. Does it really? It does, yeah. It says Scott well, at stringjoy.com. Mine are small, but Oh, that's so weird. I know. Now I, everyone's I, gonna email Scott. God. <laughs> why I, would I got, you, why would you just put someone's well now I can finally get rid of all of those uh all of these ugly boys. Actually I still I have so many of these. I'll take a couple if you're giving them away for free. No, I was going I was basically saving them to take them on tour and then I would just like Throw them at people. Lose them and not be upset about it. I dropped the pick. Um, I would just lose them and not be upset about it. Here's another fun one I've got. Silver Silverstein. Silverstein. Um I, I caught this when they were playing uh pre pandemic show. <laughs> one of the last good shows I went to. Um, oh, that's not a shell reference. No, no, it's uh this is this is a band. Yeah. They need to do an album where they do metal versions of I don't know who they are, but I assume they're metal or hardcore. Or they they're, do hardcore versions. They're of- like no core, so they, like they do a little bit of screaming, but they're also still kind of pop punk ish. Well, know. they should do they're- a record where they cover Sh- 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 Shel Silverstein's poems. I agree, but they're all they've also got like some great Midwestern emo things going on. Um, just a little bit more edge than uh than some of the original. No, I'm not even going to say that. I don't know. Um, I've got that. I've got some standard Dunlop Tortexes. I've got an Ernie Ball Prodigy that uh, Tom gave me. Tom Kelly. And okay. I've, back when Fender made picks, I don't even know if they still do, but I've got. Yeah, they I've still had, do. I've had this pick. It's not for, autofocusing. Hold it over your face. No. Oh, there it is. Wow, you've had that for a long time. I've had like this has just been floating around like my guitar cases since I was in high school. Now you're out of focus completely. Wave your arms a little. Ha <laughs> ha. Focus. focus, you can do it. Hoo There you go. Ha-ha. Well done. Magic. You figured it out. <laughs> my camera doesn't doesn't understand me. <laughs> Anyways, that was a really, really weird tangent on a guitar pick ASMR, but uh, I feel like, you know, you should make that a demo video. Just, just straight up record and and see how many views we can get on that. Just like kind of dropping them on the desk, maybe drop them in inside a sound hole. Oh no, that would be like the anti. It, 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 what is? The, I forget what ASMR. What, ASMR. Forget the order that those letters go in. ASMR. I feel a like shimmer? I feel like someone would like actually listen to that and like watch it on repeat, make like a ten hour loop of like dropping picks into an acoustic guitar. Oh my god! <laughs> but then I would have to like get them out. Yeah, but if there's like a hundred of them, it'd be pretty easy to do. It'd be it'd be easy to get like the first seventy out, and then after that, that should... like the, that last thirty would be really difficult. Should be a sequel video. <laughs> sequel to Guitar Pick in Soundhole ASMR is the shaking and get him out and the cursing and the. Frasm, frasm, fudge. 
It just sounded like the dad from a Christmas story. Little Fanken, Bernard, Fred, Frassen, Fudge. Fudge. I still love how Mike Adams has a fudge overdrive. That's so great. He's moving to Pennsylvania. He is. Bless his heart. I really, I hope that move goes well for him. Mike, if you're listening to this. He just misses, he must miss Scrapple so much. Mike, if you're listening to this, uh, know that I now have an excuse to go to Pennsylvania. Um, and, uh. You have to go to Pennsylvania because everyone needs to experience the joy of Wawa. That's what I've heard. No, but seriously, Mike, Mike, uh, Friend of the show. You're great. We love you. Uh, safe travels. My label mate. I uh, I will be sad to know that next time in, I'm in LA, I won't have the chance to see you, even if it's not likely given how busy both of our schedules are often are. Also COVID. Yeah, there's that too. But anyways, <laughs> um, enjoy the move and uh, keep us posted. Wow. Well, our topic um, this week. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of isn't it's it's a it's a it's a cobbled together topic in a way. We just kind of were like before this started. We're right. Like, Has there been gear news this week? It's like not a lot of news this week. Yeah. I think everything all eyes have been peeled away from our typical feeds of of uh, gear. And I feel like every time I've seen like a posting in a gear group, I'm like, how can you be thinking about gear? Um. But I'm also like, thank you for helping me get my mind off of things. But there hasn't been like a lot of announcements. The The only announcement that I've really seen this week that's um, we kind of knew about previously, but yeah. we're getting more and more teasers on, which is making me really excited, is uh, collaborations, which is something Yeah, that we love talking about collaborations on this We podcast. do. Uh, collaborations is something that isn't necessarily unique this industry, but it, it is – a hallmark of this industry in a really nice way. Um, so. Yeah. So um, there have been two collaborations this week that have actually um, been teased. And we, we, we vaguely knew about one of them and I don't really remember how we knew about one of them, but the Zvex and Chase Bliss, which I feel like just had to happen because Joel from Chase Bliss got his start at Zvex, right? That's my understanding. And I, I know think he that was got a lo-fi junkie. Yeah, uh, I think that got leaked on Reddit like two or three months ago. That, that it might have been leaked, be but I I feel like I actually just straight up saw Zvex post about it. But that might have been after leak because I don't I, I use Reddit, but I actively avoid the guitar channels on Reddit. <laughs> uh, I don't. Yeah, um, I know Zvex posted something about it, um, but they were really vague. But people were able to put the pieces together. Um, and it's just going to be a Minnesota dream machine. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Didn't have anywhere to go from that one. Did you? Nope. Anyways. No, but um, there've been a lot of people talking about like, what could it possibly be? I know that a f- like, and for the record, we have no idea just to be clear. Um, we have not been approached about this at all. I would like Which to is, have an idea. I would love if 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 Zvex or Chase Plus wants to give us an, an idea with an NDA, we'd be so stoked on it. 
But um, I know people are speculating that it's going to be some sort of take on a fuzz factory. I mean, that's been a hallmark for Zvex. That would make sense. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I kind of wonder if it's going to be the low something on like the lo-fi junkie because I know that's what Joel was famous for working on at Zvex, and that's a very difficult pedal to get for an affordable rate. From isn't it? Isn't it like really sought after? The lo-fi junkie? Yeah. I have no idea what the prices are on the used market for it. Um, but I do know that's another classic that uh, Hallmark for the uh, for Zvex. Um, it's a chorus vibrato. And it's, oh, I mean, it's not that expensive. It's used from 179 and new from 239 But So here's what I imagine, though, is... Fuzz Factory's already got five parameters, and I really don't see how much further they could take that. I mean, so, you could do like the ramping and the bouncing with the the um, dip switches, and five parameters on the top of the pedal with some toggles, like in the same way that the Automaton has different clipping diode options. If silicone, germanium are known, and then they have yeah, the I mean, I options. could see it. Like, it's not going to be like a Flying Fader Tomatone series. It's going to be like their standard box. We've seen. Right, like right. That. They've, they've been, po- they just posted, um, like a, a preview photo of it from the side. Um, it's like a olive green drab kind of color, I think. If I check here, let me pull this up here. Yeah. Recognize my thumbprint, Danny. Um, sorry. Uh-huh. I'm just talking disparagingly you, to my phone. You, you don't have the face, face recognition. Uh, no, I don't. That's probably for the best. Probably. All right, here we go. Um, okay. <clears throat> so it's uh, brushed aluminum, it looks like, with green knobs. I like that. Actually, yeah. That's a nice look. Yeah, no, I, I, got it. I got it right here. I got it. I got I it. I know. If I really cared, I could, like, overlay this in post, but I am very busy this week. So it's two foot switches. I'm guessing the toggle at the bottom there is for presets. And there might be six knobs, just judging from the looks of this. So here's a thought that I've had. So I I could see Tuesday. Oh my gosh, it's going to be released on the day that this podcast goes live. So this this podcast, this conversation will be dated by the time. Oh yeah. Damn it. When this comes out, we're going to look like total fools. I know. It's fine. I'm fine with that. So here's my theory is I... I it could be a lo-fi junkie. It could be a fuzz factory. Here so here's my thoughts with the fuzz factory. One, they've released the automaton, which is supposed to be the it seems to me from a branding perspective, is the drive pedal, like the dirt pedal to end all dirt pedals. You don't need another one. So why would they do why would they release the fuzz factory? But that brings me to my next point. Is there's a pedal that you got recently from Chase Bliss, which they promised that they were never going to do again. Which is the, do you have it behind you? Yeah, the ayahuasca. Yeah, and what is the ayahuasca, you may ask, if you don't remember? Emily, it's a would buzz you... and a tremolo. Oh, there we go. Now, Zvex is known for a fuzz, and Chase Bliss is also one of their most popular pedals is, that they've done several iterations of is the Warped Vinyl. I'm wondering if... Ooh. 
a follow up to the ayahuasca because they're not. They said that they're not going to do another one, but there's still a lot of people saying that's such a great combo. We would love that. I wonder if there's enough people that they got. I mean, I'm sure this has been planned well in advance, so maybe I'm just thinking my thought process is going out of the order that they would have thought of it. But I just think that would be a really great combination to do like a warped fuzz factory sort of situation, warped vinyl, uh, a fuzz vinyl. So I, I don't know how they would name that, but just is warped kind of vinyl like, basically a chorus, yeah? Chorus vibrato, yeah. So like maybe the fuzz would be like on the the wet signal. That'd be very, very um, shoegaze. Sorry, because yeah. my second monitor is red and fuzzy right now, so it's a little distracting. Gross. Yeah, it's pretty gross. Um, but, I mean, Z-Bex is always down to do weird stuff with their fuzzes. Yep. Oh, it's yeah. a fuzz theremin. This is a pedal I don't understand still. It's so weird. I mean... Um, so that's, that's, you know, Zvex is known for their fuzz primarily, but yeah. I, I see it going that direction. I don't know if I, I, I see it either going any... that way or a riff on the lo-fi junkie because yeah. it, assuming that Joel did work on that. So I, I see it going one of those two ways. Um, but I, if they go a completely other direction, I'd also be very excited and I have full faith that whatever it is. It's going to be very tempting for me to drain my gear budget right now and just pick one up. I mean, I don't know why I, we haven't just asked our friends at Zvex or Chase Bliss what it is. Because it's rude. Part of me wants to ask and part of me just wants to be surprised on Tuesday. Um, oh, yeah. I, I mean, surprises are nice. There I like being surprised. There's been a couple of releases that we've been looped in on and like it's really cool to know about it beforehand. But the other part of me is like, I don't know, I kind of. It's kind of been cool just to like be part of the, oh my God, it's happening, it's happening, kind of like day of release feeling. But Yeah, I mean, that's just one of the things about like you love an industry, so you get into it and then like at some point in your life, you miss the mystery of it. Sure. Yeah. The other collaboration that got announced, and both of these collaborations are part of the, uh, are, are sponsored by, put on by organized by the pedal movie from reverb.com so we can thank dan orkin for that which i might be in i don't know yet like i don't <laughs> i hope i don't end up on the cutting room floor but if i do i understand it was just so exciting sure. to be part of it uh so the other collaboration is death by audio effects and earthquaker devices and uh it's no secret that earthquaker devices has been a favorite of mine since day one of the show and a friend of the podcast yeah, I, I have nothing but good things to say about uh, what Julie and Jamie have been up to. And my goodness, I want to see what they end up doing for that collaboration. I, I have no I idea have where they're no going to take that. Both of I them have. are known for fuzz um, and kind of some brutal, wacky effects. That's kind of – they're definitely – they're not the same, but they're in like the same mantra or same vein for um, how they they look at things and what they produce. It's yeah. kind of like, it's all absolute gold, but it's not standard either. Yeah. No, so. I was like, if I had to like think of one pedal that Earthquaker Devices is associated with, I couldn't name one. Like I couldn't just stick to one. I'd be like, oh, well this and this and this, and it's the same with Death by Audio. Like, well, I mean, Earthquaker got really started off with a hoof. Um, was part yeah. of like their, 
I mean, but, I think that was the I first big like, thing that Jamie did. I feel like they're almost more known for like Rainbow Factory. It's like it depends. It's it's so yeah. much depends on who you ask. Like there's some pedal companies where like what do you know? Like name one pedal from this company, and you feel like maybe eighty percent would give the the same answer or like the same type of effect. Um, but I don't think you can do that with with either of these. I'm going to step out for like 30 seconds. I'll be right back. Okay. Um, yeah, so I'm having some issues with my monitor. It's pretty exciting. It's just all red. Oh my gosh. it's the connection from the computer to the monitor because the monitor itself when it's not attached to anything i don't know nobody cares um it doesn't matter it doesn't matter at all i know i was going to talk about something during this time oh yeah i took a nice little break this week from uh this past week from releasing a constant flurry of demos normally i try to do demos at least on monday wednesday friday and then we release the episode on tuesday and then thursday is just kind of a break and even though i've been a little behind in filming my demo just because i got so much at once man it felt good to take a little break like last week on the podcast um i mentioned to andrew that i work 12 hours a day and I don't remember who, I don't remember if it was a comment on the YouTube or if someone in the Patreon chat said, you looked really tired when you said that. And I was like, I was, I was really tired. So I, um, I just was like, you know what? I'm not going to stress on it. I'm just going to take a little vacation. And if my YouTube channel can't survive a little uh i'm just gonna turn that monitor off a little break from me then it doesn't have any fortitude and i really you know whatever it should be able to withstand like taking a couple days off so thanks for everybody for understanding that um i just needed a little a little break from uh filming the demos and releasing the demos uh last week so thanks for understanding everything's fine i just was tired and stressed and also have family in town so that's that everything all right andrew everything is a-okay not a smoke detector this time but you know not a smoke detector not a bathroom emergency it was a uh, family related uh, so we only like, we actually, I know we didn't think that topic would take a lot of time and maybe it didn't, but we have pretty much had a normal length for an episode. More or less. But, but what think... would you like to see from a dual DBA EQD collab? Man, I think. Both of them are known. I, I want to see some pitch shifting. Mm. I want to see some sort of pitch shifting. I think Earthquaker's DSP platform gives a lot of flexibility for what they could do together. And so I wouldn't hate to see um, 
a DSP platform pedal like the Avalanche Run or the Pyramids, but with the two of them. I know DBA did the Rooms recently, which sounds uh, freaking amazing. It does. They and also have the Echo Dream 2, which is cool. I mean, I, I guess the question is, is it going to be a mashup of two existing pedals or is it going to be some something brand new that hasn't existed before? Because if it's something know. brand, if it's a mashup, I could see something like a, um, uh, like one of the fuzz circuits from death by audio mashed in with the rainbow machine. I could see, Ooh. I could see that just being phenomenal. You've, you've, you've predicted two. You think they're both going to do a modulation with the fuzz. Ooh. Yeah. Maybe I don't like that. I imagine they both <laughs> talked about if, I guess if the pedal movie is coordinating it, um, I can't imagine they'd like say, Hey, you guys both do the same thing. We'll see who can make it better. Ha <laughs> ha. That would seem a little sinister. Um, that's funny though. Man. Then again, like Earthquaker Devices has done some phenomenal delays. And I, I think one that doesn't get enough love is the Disaster Transport series. Mm hmm. And. Like Avalanche Run and Dispatch Master have been classics, but I I would love to see a riff on the on the Dispatch Master, um, on that end of things. I I think that could go really well. Cool. I'm looking yeah. at my gear budget. And I'm th I'm going through and thinking. You know, I think I'm gonna probably pass on the Zvex Chase Bliss one this week. But you don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I think I'm going to hold off. I just, I don't have any, anything MIDI right now. Uh, like no MIDI capability. And I feel like I wouldn't be getting the most out of it if I went that route. Um, so well, gonna... you know, um, Matthew's effects is going to release the tech. No, wait, what's it called? The te... Is it technician? technician? Oh, what is it? The strong? No, not the astronomer. Um, I, got... I, I like, I beta tested it for a while. <laughs> And I'm like, I think it's the technician, but it's a MIDI controller and it has, um, the computer interface was actually really, really easy to use. Right. And, uh, ultimately like I, it's so small and I think it's really going to make a lot of people's lives a lot easier if you use a lot of MIDI. I don't really have anything that's MIDI capable right now. Um, so I'm not sure I get the most out of it. I think given between that, knowing that there's also a Earthquaker devices and death by audio collaboration, I think I'm going to hold out for that one. And I'm probably just going to, I'm going to buy whatever that is, whatever they come up with. I'm, I'm just going to, the moment it goes live three, 400 bucks, whatever. I just, I'm going to drain most of my gear budget and just, it's going to happen. Let's message Oliver first. <laughs> See what we can do. Okay. Well, then message him before I admit that I'm willing to pay for it. Do we know when that's getting released? Because I know the Zvex Chase Bliss one is Tuesday, but I don't remember seeing a, a teaser date. Yeah, I don't know the if there's a date here. Um, oh, I don't know why I opened that. Did we get more? Oh, gosh. We get so much junk mail from stuff don't we like this is this is riveting Andrew and I just on the video right. podcast oh, 
Hit uh death by body earthquaker. Man, I'm gonna feel real bad if they uh... oh. oh here we go. Here's the it's a movie. So they they like they put up like a one minute clip. About the idea of brand collaborations for the pedal movie. My first thought was death by audio, and I pretty much demanded to work with them. They're like just one of the companies that I think is one of the greatest pedal companies. When I heard what Jamie had programmed, I was like, I better make something cool too. It shows both of our unique styles and also highlights some similarities to it. Might not work in every situation, but it's always going to be awesome. It's going to be weird. It's going to be weird. Reverb.com slash. Oh, that's also being released 1110 at 10 a. Oh, oh, darn it. 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. Wait. So that'll be 8 a.m. our time. Well, shoot, I was going to sleep in on Tuesday because I'm working the evening shift, but I guess I'm getting up at 8 a.m. and buying it. Shoot, I, I thought it was going to be like a month. Oh, gosh, that's like coming out now. <laughs> All right, guys, so if you're listening to the podcast still, um, know that I, right now I'm probably um, peeing myself. Uh, and I, I, I'm w- eagerly awaiting a shipping notification from uh, from – Earthquaker devices and death by audio. I'm, gonna, <laughs> I, I, I'm just gonna buy it. I, so listening at the end of the of the video that they put out, I, I was just list, like I heard some pitch in there and I heard some delay. Ooh, you think that they were using that pedal? I heard some fuzz in there too. I mean, there's probably several things in that chain. Maybe I'm just hearing what I want to hear. I don't know. Honestly, I don't think there's a single thing that they could do that I wouldn't enjoy, especially if it gets weird and wacky. So yeah. I'm uh shoot, I'm hyped. I'm hyped, I'm hyped, I'm hyped. And I'm about to be broke. <laughs> yes. Uh yeah, I'm I got paid this week. Alright. Well Alright. I don't have a lot more to say <laughs> other than oh my god, oh my I god, oh my god. I literally just sent out an email to somebody, is all I'm saying. <laughs> the email's like, help, help, I'm gonna be broke. <laughs> The subject line is 1110 pedal release. <laughs> Do you send that to Dan or? I'll tell you later. Okay. <laughs> All, right. All right. We're going to start pulling uh, some strings after the show is recorded, but since it's already been recorded, <laughs> you don't get to find out. Sorry. Awkward. <laughs> um, All right. Well, everybody out there. We're nerding out and we're. We're nerding out a little bit. This is going to derail my entire. Oh, mm. son. Here we go. Um. This just derailed the rest of my weekend because now I'm going to spend a d- bunch of time digging and messaging everyone and finding out, like, ensuring that I need to get my hands on this. What's it? Yeah. Cool. Well, to everyone out there uh, watching on YouTube, thanks, 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 thanks for, <laughs> thanks for watching. Thanks for uh, listening. Thanks for understanding. Until next time, my name is Emily. And I have been Andrew. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Bye.